0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, my fellow Liberty lovers, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from. Today is Tuesday, February 13th, 2024, and this is episode 29 of the Living With Freedom Show. I'm Amber S., bringing to you a vision of what living a life of freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in every aspect of life. This show is brought to you by Living with Freedom Ministries, an unincorporated private church and ministry where I help people discover and fulfill their God-given purpose, specifically through the creation of their own private ministry. If you enjoy the Living with Freedom show or any of the Living with Freedom ministry activities, please consider donations through PayPal using the ministries Living with Freedom at protonmail.com email. Your help supports your... Oh, my goodness, words. Your support is what helps keep this ministry's mission alive. And today we are going to jump right into things with the word of the day and the holiday of the day because I actually have in room <laughs> um, my friend Brittany, so we'll bring her on. I don't even have to, um, you know, do the call center stuff today because she's sitting right next to me, so that's pretty awesome. Perfect. <laughs> um. So the word of the day, as you guys know, I like to often pick more than one, usually because they tie together. Um, if you're a new listener, I like to get my word of the day from Blackslaw Dictionary. I like to get kind of the law's perspective on the meanings of words, even though we do retain the right to define our words. So the word of the day is appropriately empower. And I am not going to read the entire definition of the word empower. I kind of um, nitpicked out pieces of these definitions specifically for the focus of today. And the reason I did was so that we know that even Black Law Dictionary does acknowledge this aspect of these words. And I thought that was pretty cool. So empower means a grant of authority rather than a command of its exercise. And then it says "see power." So I wanted to break down that definition because it feels like really complex. So I wanted to break it down into a couple of different words. So I focus on the word "grant," which in part means to bestow, to confer upon someone other than the person or entity which makes the grant. So if you believe in a higher power, you probably believe that you know you have your um, God-given or higher-given purpose. Um, so it's granted to you. Um, it also means to bestow or confer with or without compensation a gift or bestowal by one having control or authority over it. And then I also want to focus on the word authority because I thought it was really interesting because we usually think of authority as an authority figures, law enforcement, etc. But we also have the authority to exercise our rights and powers. So I wanted to focus on that. Authority, according to Black's Dictionary, means right to exercise powers, control over, jurisdiction, often synonymous with power, the power delegated by a principal to his agent, uh, which is kind of alignment with what we found with the word grant. Um, and then I looked up the word power. Says the right ability, authority, or faculty of doing something. Authority to do any act which the grantor might himself lawfully perform. And then it also says, see authority, capacity, control, and right, among other things. So um, it was really interesting to me to see how all these words do coincide with each other and focus on our rights and our liberties. So, yeah, that's your words of the day. And we are going to cruise through, because I know Brittany and I, we could talk for hours on these topics, so I want to give us as much time as we possibly can. So cruising right along, we're going to touch on the holiday of the day. Today is self-love day, which I literally just looked up 15 minutes ago. <laughs> and you guys, we, I don't think either of us knew this when we were planning a series to start today on self-love day. So to me, that that tells me that this is like divinely inspired to be shared here and now. Um, that That's such a synchronicity. So speaking of self-love, I'm going to do an introduction of Brittany before I bring her on. Um, she is a mother of two and loves being a Midwest girl. She enjoys anything in nature, tea and foraging and music. FYI, I did take a little bit of liberties on this because I felt like I wanted to level it up. <laughs> Just I should have given her a warning, but I did it. <laughs> um, she's passionate about learning and growing in all aspects of life, especially holistic wellness. Over the last decade, she um, completed many unique unique trainings and certifications to gain knowledge and experience in the multitude of ways that we can support our own wellness and healing journeys. She's currently a multi-certified yoga instructor, multi-certified life coach, mediation facilitator, sound healer, Reiki practitioner, breathwork teacher, and more. She focuses her work largely on mental health, overall well-being and mindfulness. Honestly, Brittany, if I could create a title for all of this, I would say that you're like a journey guide. <laughs> <laughs> because, I like that. Because yeah. <laughs> you like bring people from wherever they are and help them level up to whatever their goal is. Um, and that's been a big thing for me as I've been like pursuing my God-given purpose yeah. is really seeing it as like a map and the people along the way to help are, you know, the guides, Um, you know, you have a guide on a jungle tour because (laughs) often it's very like uncharted territory kind of stuff. And so without having that guide, it does feel uncharted. And so the guide helps take you from point A to point B. So, yeah. Do you want to share a little bit more about yourself and your journey and
0: how you got here? um no just on that was like the guiding like it's you know through the jungle of life like life is a jungle like and so it can be scary it can be hard it can be messy um so so yeah taking you know some knowledge you know from somebody who's walked the path, you know previous or something who has done research and stuff can kind of make it easier um so you don't have to learn all the i mean you still gotta learn lessons but there, you might be able to skip through some a little quicker than others if you, you know, whether, rather than um,
1: reinventing the wheel, <laughs> reinventing
0: the wheel. And, you know, so, and I've, you know, like I said, that's it's been like a decade of that trying to kind of um, reinvent the wheel myself, but, you know, in my own mental health. Right. And um, so I just want to help people along that journey because it's been a long decade and it's, you know, had a lot of ups and downs and, um, Goods and bads, but that's what that's what healing is. That's what um, what you have to go through in order to really get to who you're supposed to be. I believe. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's listeners have heard me say this many times. I think you probably heard me say too that I'm sure a mentor told me that the things we go through in life aren't really about us. They're what we can learn to then turn around and kind of help others. Um, and I think you know our healing journey is absolutely on par with that. So. I just realized, did you have something we needed to print for? Oh, the no. Cost? Oh, okay. No. All right. It's all, good. <laughs> it's all good. I just wanted to make sure. So um, I was just going to have a crutch, but I don't need one. I'm good. Crutches um, are nice. Yes. Well, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Um, and we took pretty copious notes, too. So yes, we did. Um, Plus, this is, this is not very, very seriously interview style this is more just hanging out talking about stuff right. we love to talk about so.
0: <laughs> for real
1: <laughs>
0: maybe we could go on for hours and hours oh so.
1: yeah absolutely which is why we made a three-part series <laughs> right you <laughs> get to deal with us three times <laughs> yeah you yeah. so yeah introduced to us this concept of self-care and empowerment and Yeah, kind of just give us an introduction on what we're talking about. Um, Just so you know, I usually take a commercial break around um, 2.25, so we've got about 15 minutes to kind of just introduce today. Okay.
0: Um, Well, going back just a tiny bit, because you asked a little more about me, um, is my journey, and I mentioned it just previously, but my journey in um, to where I am now, how I got to here. um, And that really was my journey... I kind of got to a point with mental health, I was just, I was not in a good space, not in a good head space, I was very low, felt very defeated, um, very depressed, anxiety, and I just like got to a point that I was like, there has to be another way other than um, taking another pill or something like that, and don't get me wrong, there is a time and a place not saying medication isn't, um, doesn't have have value, I'm not saying that but I wanted to see what I could do and take it into my own hands. So I kind of started on this path of um, empowerment, the one of our words um, that led me to just a thirst for knowledge because um, not too long into this, especially after I started doing yoga, I realized how much power the mind truly has um, and how much you have control over the mind. So like, if you can control your mind, you can control your thoughts. If you can control your thoughts, you can control your life. I mean, obviously, there's outside circumstances and things you can't um, foresee coming, but therein is also how you respond and react and move forward despite these challenges or things that that may arise. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been a a roller coaster, like I said. But each time that roller coaster goes downhill, it goes less far down and for a shorter amount of time. And I know exactly now what I need to do. I have a procedure in place um, when my red flags start pinging that I need to enact my self-care, (laughs) self-love procedure, which is what we're going to um, be talking about, about here. Awesome. So what was the part two of that question you asked me?
1: (laughs) <laughs> no, I think you pretty much covered okay, kind of cool. like who you are and how you got to be where you are now right. Right? and um yeah, I mean through this we'll also dive in. I took the liberty of um pulling up your Facebook page before the call so I could kinda get a description of where people are looking and if you have a website too we can show that at the end as well. Um and I just shared on Facebook that we're live. Um <laughs> so theres and beers can tune in. Um, All right. So this concept of self-care. Now, at the beginning of the year and also kind of leading up to the new year, we know that um, New Year's resolutions, they're such a big thing. Um, And usually around this time, or at least by like the third month, like resolutions have pretty much all but died. (laughs) So kind of like with what you're talking about with self-care, how can we sort of like Keep it going through the year. How can we um, focus on having like this growth mindset and developing these things? Um, yeah, I guess like what are you? Yeah, what are the things that you um, encourage?
0: Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's there's two big
0: parts to starting, and the first one is awareness um, that things need to change, and that you have the power to change them. Um, and that is very important. And then the other one is um, mindset. Like it's, I call it a self care mindset or a self care perspective, because um, it's not just like a one time thing, like I'm going to go do some self care and get a massage okay, massage is great, you feel good, and then you don't do self-care again for another two weeks, a month, whatever, until you plan something. Or until you burn out. <laughs> or until you burn out and realize, oh, I need to, you know, do something differently. Um, this mindset, it it comes into your life every single day. So, like, it's it's also, it's combined with, like, a growth mindset, because you got to be creative and think of different ways to do things. So, like, when I first really got going on this journey, um, I asked myself pretty much with everything that I did during my daily life with the mom, you know, mom of two, cooking, all this stuff that I had to do, how can I make this self-care with literally everything? I started um, playing music when I was cooking and playing, you know, music affects you on such a huge level. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listen to something depressing or intense that you're going to feel that way. If you listen to something happy and um, makes you feel good, you're going to feel good. So um, just bringing in creative ways to do it every single day. Um, it's a lifestyle. It's not as much, you know, a here and there thing.
1: Right. And that makes it, I feel like that makes it so much easier to, as my, as my mentor say, she would say schedule for success because as, as we're kind of building it into our routine that we already have, it's not like we're having to then um, schedule more time to do more things when we already feel overbooked. You know, we're, at, we're able to kind of just shift the things we're already doing. Um, and if you guys haven't he- um, heard or listened to, no, words, if you haven't read or listened to the book called Atomic Habits, by James Clear. Highly recommend it. Um, one of the main things that he talks about is habit stacking. Um, and that's exactly what Brittany's talking about here with like listening to music, you know, doing something that's uplifting while you're doing something that you're already doing. Um for me I kind of rotate taking turns listening to music or podcasts or audiobooks, um, while I'm driving, while I'm cleaning. Um because I have such a busy life, as, as do all of us, that I feel often that I don't have time to just sit down and read. So instead, even though I love reading, um instead I'll listen to someone else read for me. I still get the content I want, um, still get that self care me time and I'm being productive. So it's like a I it's a twofer. <laughs> Absolutely. I see you. Reading tongue note. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, just as we go, like I, I gotta talk about you being know? present. <laughs> yeah, yep. um, being present. So, like a whole part of this mindset um, is is being present in in what you're doing in the moment. Um, and yeah, I mean maybe I was premature getting to this, yeah. but but yes, um, but yeah, being present, being mindful um and whatever you're doing whether it be you know just being with your kids whether it be out in nature mm-hmm. even if you're doing chores out in nature um you know being in the moment being present you're gonna see and and be here now a lot more grounding a lot more um a lot more healing than in, in that actual because outdoors is naturally healing um, and being in nature, so you're going to actually get those benefits instead of worrying about all of these things you need to do, you know, um, things in the future, things in the past. Um, they say that, that when you are worrying about the future, it causes anxiety. When you are stuck in the past, dwelling over what has happened, that often leads to depression. So being in the present um, is very powerful in that way. Um, but therein, you know, we talked about mindset and being present um, But the first one that I mentioned it at is the first step is awareness So in order to, you know, change your mindset You have to be aware that a change needs to be made In order to be present, you have to be aware that you aren't being present um, So really the first steps, because I don't want to jump over this one is yeah, true. Is being aware um, of yourself And your emotions and Feelings and being honest
1: Yeah So since we're talking about Being aware and it's significant um, Do you have any tips or, or Ideas on how someone can Practice being aware <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I'm going to kind of like Micro Like <laughs> dig into this like at a meta level No pun intended for Facebookers um, <laughs> And I'm going to reach over here And grab a pen quick Um but yeah i kind of i'm really digging this i'm like to break it down as much as we have time for at least <laughs> yeah um a lot of it
0: we co- comes down to um awareness of thoughts so you know and, and we're very habitual creatures so like um, a lot of times we get into a situation we respond a similar way whether it be going out in public going to church going to wherever um, So, like, it's it's bringing awareness to your thoughts and observing them. Um, when and even one of the biggest awarenesses that um, was helpful for me, especially with somebody with anxiety, was awareness of breath. So, like, it's just it it sounds I don't know it's hard to explain, kind of, because it really is just becoming aware. Um, noticing you, you yeah. noticing you are purposely looking at the thoughts going through your mind um, a big one that I wanted to touch on at some point was you know your self-talk um, and your self-dialogue when you look in the mirror what do you say do you say like oh gosh I really just don't even want to go out today I look like crap or do you say you know something more positive like you're amazing you got this you know so it's it's finding it's it's hard but you got to catch yourself in those moments where that change can you know the change can come in and shift um so it's being observant
2: yeah yeah
1: i love that um something that just popped in my head as you were sharing that is um if, if we're talking about like habit stacking you know this idea mm-hmm. of, of self love and self care um Something that we can easily do is on our phone, just schedule like um, a little alarm that goes off. And honestly, if you have a time of day or a time of the week that is especially trying, especially challenging, um, maybe schedule it for right before, during, or after that if it's not like when you have to be speaking or something. but um, So you can check in with yourself and be like, okay, how am I feeling? It's, it's Meta really means, study about the thing that you're focusing on. So like metacognition, thinking about your thoughts kind of stuff. Um, And so as we think about our thoughts, um, that's really what we, what we're talking about with bringing awareness, Um, thinking about our thoughts, our feelings, where our heart rate is, especially in those trying moments. Um, Is our heart rate elevated? Are we feeling like a knot in our stomach or Anything like that, that's the kind of awareness we're talking about. Um, and if you're a journaling kind of person or if you've been feeling called to do some sort of awareness, doing journaling can be really helpful. Even if you do it digitally on your phone, keep some notes, um, you know, where you just say, like, X date, X time. Um, you know, I'm feeling this not in my stomach. It's right before a big meeting yada yada Um, and then you can start to notice a pattern Um, but that's where we're talking about bringing awareness that can then lead to the mindset and the being present um so yeah it is more like a a step process like step one Mm -hmm. bring awareness (laughs) right
0: because yeah without that you don't you don't know whether anything needs to change
1: yep Exactly, and I or that you have the power to change. Right, exactly, <laughs> and that was, I think, one of the biggest growth moments for me. Like, I love personal development stuff. Like, I'm a junkie when it comes to personal development resources. Um, so, if you want any ideas, I'm probably your girl, and but Brittany probably is. We got too. you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and in that, until you start to learn the awareness. Portion, you'll continue to digest more and more content because it'll initially leave you feeling like amped up like, yeah, let's go do this. And then if you're not using awareness to actually apply what you learned in that book, very soon the excitement will fade and you'll just be looking for the next book thinking that one wasn't for you or Mm -hmm. at least that was the case for me. But when I started to apply it and have awareness of not just my own thoughts and feelings, but also awareness of if and how I'm using these, these resources to learn and grow, um, once that happened, I went back and reread a couple of books that I really did like. And the, the change was astronomical, like night and day. It's like I was reading a totally different book. Awareness mm-hmm. is key.
0: <laughs> yeah, awareness followed by action. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah. you can, because, you know, not to make it complicated, you can be aware, and this is much what you just said, but you can be aware, but the, if you don't follow it with action, then is it really doing anything, right? You know? Sure so. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and really, I just had jotted down here when we were talking that, um, your thoughts create your your future. That your thoughts create your reality. Um, so that's important too. So you're thinking good things, um, looking forward, positive. Um, that's what your life's going to you know reflect. If you're looking at everything in a negative light, um, mm-hmm. then that is also what your life is going to reflect.
1: Yes. So. Yeah. Our thoughts absolutely do become a ra- reality because, I mean even from a spiritual level like talking about god and, and creator like you know it first started with a thought, and then he breathes life into everything um everything in life whether you have a plan or a goal or a dream it starts with a thought and then you start to put it into action so yeah everything does come back to thoughts mm-hmm. absolutely yeah do we feel like this is a good pausing point for commercials? Yes, All well. right, sounds good. Well, we will mute and we'll be right back after commercials.
3: Please check out the Barefoot Is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1:30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That is 10:30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org.
2: Do you love the outdoors? Do you want to help make a difference for the planet? Then get involved in Collectively Rewilding. Collectively Rewilding is a movement to restore degraded ecosystems and reinvigorate sustainable traditions almost lost by working together. It's based on the idea that we can achieve more by working together than we can by working alone. Sharing the skill sets we have built over the years with each other and providing the community support we all need when there is so much work to be done in finding a sustainable future. To join our community here in Collectively Rewilding, go to www.collectivelyrewilding.com let's bring nature back into our lives in a community built for the wild in all of us.
3: Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 1030 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all.
2: from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Ross and myself every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time while we deliver the truth about what's really going on in the world. You don't want to miss our shows. See you then.
4: You know what I think we should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. <laughs> oh, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> we air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 1030. Uh, right now we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys?
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: (laughs) All right. We'll see you then.
1: Bye. Bye.
3: We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the Word.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific here on Freedomizer Radio.
3: Hey, everyone, come check out the Proof Negative Radio Show here on FreedomizerRadio.com, Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the Pacific Coast as we fight the New World Order and rock the health freedom world together.
1: All right, we are back with the Living With Freedom Show. Um, I am your host, Amber S., and with me we have Brittany and... um, Today we're talking all about like self-care and all that good stuff. In episode one, we talked about um, the word of the day, which is the main word of the day is empower. And then I broke it down into parts of its meaning, um, digging into the word grant, authority, and power. And then we also, as a fun side note, discover that today is self-love day, which also makes sense since it's the day before Valentine's Day. But we first started talking about, um, the idea of how to kind of how to do this whole self-care thing um, and how it really starts with awareness and that was really the main focus um, but now I want to ask Brittany why does it matter like this whole self-care thing like why does it really matter what impact does it make all right so
0: I love to talk about this um, I'm gonna get just a touch sciency on you so, I don't know if you've ever heard of the autonomic nervous system. Um, it's very important to our survival as humans. Um, so, your autonomic nervous system is a network of nerves that run through your body that control your unconscious processes. So, like um, breathing, your heart beating, all of those are ran um, through the autonomic system. Um, so it also is it's broken down into two groups, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic, um, which is, so like you've probably heard of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. Um, that is a part of the sympathetic nervous system. Um, and then you have rest and digest, which is the parasympathetic nervous system. So if you, um, if you have somebody who is always in that sympathetic nervous system, that fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, um, not to call anybody out, but a lot of times um, police officers, firefighters, like people that work in like emergency situations, um, and plus life in general is kind of set up at this time to keep us in survival mode. Um, if we don't make sure that we can exit that survival mode, um, I always recommend especially right before bed and right away in the morning, good times to make sure you are in that rest and digest so you can have a clear mind moving forward. Um, but, but when you're in that survival mode over an extended period of time and you don't, um, really enact the parasympathetic, that rest and digest. Um, it causes dis-ease, disease, like literally it can accumulate in your body and cause physical disease, mental, um, a whole a whole slew of things.
1: And I can um, actually give a good example of that. I mean, research, yeah, research has widely recognized for decades now that anger is stored in the liver and that anger often causes liver issues um or if you've ever been a college student and you've dealt with finals week you know that either right before during or after finals week it's very easy to get sick and that is how our emotions can cause that dis-ease because we we haven't learned to like essentially let it go Mm -hmm. (laughs) um it's, it's not something we're born with um not inherently it's definitely a learned trait mm-hmm. um and so teaching our bodies that you know we we have evolved beyond a lot of things where we need those survival instincts and we do still have those for a reason um to work with them not against them
4: mm-hmm. definitely
0: yeah um for sure and uh one thing too with these these sympathetic and parasympathetic um and and how your mental state is it releases certain chemicals and hormones so if if you're in that survival state it releases chemicals and hormones that affect you in a negative way um if you're you know in that rest and digest and you're stimulating like through meditation um it helps you know, your levels of like dopamine and different things, it releases those chemicals. So like when, when those hormones are released into the body, depending on what they are, especially over a long period of time, you can really see how it would add up and cause, you know, either serious problems or could help you heal.
4: Does that yes. make sense?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I'm <laughs> not making this about myself. I'm using. Personal example. <laughs> I'm using a personal example to to show what it's like in in real life. Um, you know, because sometimes it's, it's hard when we hear these terms, like we understand them on like a definition level, but then to actually implement them and understand them in our lives, it's a different story. So um, I won't get into the details because I like to keep my personal life a little bit more private, but um, I'm pretty sure I have undiagnosed complex PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, anyone who's dealt with war, um, abuse, violence, um, traumatic events in their life um, likely has some level of PTSD, especially with abuse when there's psychological or mental abuse going on. Um, That's really where we start to get into complex PTSD, and with that, it is so it's so easy to stay in those fight, flight, freeze, or fawn stages because there's constant triggers and there's this constant walking on eggshells. So people who deal with um, PTSD or CPTSD very often deal with adrenal fatigue and, um, you know, depleted cortisol or too much cortisol um, where they literally have to deal with the hormonal side of things because just dealing with the mental emotional um, in and of itself isn't quite enough. You have to like kind of clear that cortisol out of the body so that the processing and the healing that you're doing can actually work. Because like you said, the, there is a like buildup. Um, and yeah, it's a process. It's it's multifaceted. And that's what I love about what you do too, is like you, you bring multiple approaches to the, you know, to things so that, we can address it in all aspects and actually do real healing not just surface level talk therapy which there's mm-hmm. a there's a place for talk therapy absolutely absolutely yeah. and it's by far the only way to heal <laughs> yeah. by far not the only not, way yeah not yeah. the only
0: way it definitely it definitely can help
1: um but
0: a lot of that comes from within mm mm-hmm. awareness awareness <laughs> awareness Coming full circle to the <laughs> for what we talked about um but yeah to tie it in um you know creating that awareness of all of this and what you know you know creating awareness on whether you're in the fight flight you or if you're in rest or digest you know knowing the difference when in you know whether it be through your breath when you're when you're anxious your breathing gets faster And sometimes, um, especially, even sometimes I do still with anxiety, I'll hold my breath. Mm -hmm. If you're holding your breath, it will make your anxiety go up rather quickly. (laughs) So, like, um, tuning in to to stuff like that, kind of like we talked previously, really can help kind of see if you're in that, which stage you're in, Mm -hmm. um, and help calm your nervous system. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I can attest to that, like, with the the PTSD and the anxiety triggers um, with abuse, like, I actually went to a lot of Brittany's um, relatively early on yoga classes. Mm -hmm. Um, And because she does incorporate a lot of breathing focus in much of her yoga, it was so transformational. It was what I needed at that stage and continue to need. Like, I keep circling back to Yoga with Brittany because – she, she brings in these different aspects that um, I don't feel like healing is cyclical. I don't think necessarily have to redo things, but it's more of a spiral where as we continue digging deeper into our healing journey, there's like deeper levels of different aspects that we can keep healing. Oh, absolutely. So that's where it keeps coming back mm-hmm. into my life. And it, it is because it's never
0: I, – I don't know. I've been on – a few forgiveness <laughs> journeys and, so, and it, yeah. it doesn't start looking different and you perceive things different in a good way mm-hmm. you know but it yeah it just it's yeah. interesting how it works Mm-hmm.
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> sorry <laughs> my brain went one way yep. and... <laughs> so yeah all so. right so we t- we Touched on sympathetic and parasympathetic. Um, oh, you know where we're well,
0: going Okay, go ahead. Well, you know we touched on the um, the parasympathetic and sympathetic. I'll quit using them big words then. You know, um, but um, how do you, you know, other ways that you can stimulate the rest and digest? There's lots of different ways um, through self care, through self love, taking that time, being present, um, which also called mindfulness. Uh, being present is called mindfulness. And you can also be tied to meditation as well. Um, doing something creative, something that you find flow in, like dancing, um, doing art, something where you can be in the moment, listening to music, yoga, breathing, taking a bath, um, going for a walk out in nature, calming music. Um, there, There's really a lot of things that you can do to get into that um, parasympathetic. And like I said before, if you're not, before you go to bed, you should try and make sure that you are before you go to bed, because if you're not, it'll affect your sleep. It'll affect your dreams, which sometimes affects
1: your mood. Um, So it's Mm -hmm. important. I mean, who hasn't gone to bed before a big test or a big presentation at work or if there's inspections at work, whatever, before a big day and not been able to sleep because of the stress of it, whether it's excitement or dread, like we've all dealt with that. Um, and so that's another reason why this is so relatable. Um, I just thought of something that um, this tied to.
0: Um, shoot. Don't you love it? when
1: No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um It was right before you were talking about going to bed. What did you say right before that?
2: Oh no! (laughs) It's so good too.
1: It's important. It'll come back. We have a replay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's in replay. (laughs) Um, Oh man, it will Hmm. come back, but now it's gonna bother me.
0: Um. I have so many things going through my brain at
1: this moment. I know. (laughs) We need to do some breathing. (laughs) Yeah. It had to do with the breathing, too. I know that.
4: Oh,
0: goodness. Just continue and maybe we'll come back. (laughs) To relax the mind. Like, are you talking about, like, before sleep? To bring the breathing in, to um, calm the mind in a situation where Um. it's a high stress.
1: (sighs) It was before that. Oh, Never
0: yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, on that level, too, I know a lot of times, um, this is kind of going into my next note here, but um, a lot of times people watch TV before bed Um do stuff like that. And I'm not even talking about before bed, but just in general, being aware of what you're watching. Yes. Um, thank you and the music you're listening like we've touched on music already but um lyrics matter lyrics,
1: content matter <laughs> it it does because if
0: i mean there's a time and a place like don't get me wrong i like some of my sappier some of my emotional fields, music or some of that punk but,
1: grungy stuff we used yeah, to listen to in high right. school like there's it's fun <laughs> right
0: but there's a time yes yeah. and you can it, i'm not saying don't listen to it but if it's all you listen to and you get in that kind of spiral then you might need to look at something different or like you're binge watching this intense show with all this killing I would just I literally I did <laughs> I <was> watching Reacher <laughs> got into it a little bit but then then I was like I'm aware of this stuff now so I, I was aware that I was literally like causing me to lose sleep not sleep well being a really funky mood and I literally I was like you know, I like it, but I'm not going to keep watching it. And I I stopped and things got instantly better. Well, I was also aware and had enacted enacted my protocol, too, you know, (laughs) of my self-care stuff. Um,
1: But that's that's, that's, that too, like I, when all of life stuff started hitting the fan, I don't remember, I should look it up, what year um, Handmaid's Tale came out. But when that first came out, I was so into that um so into that show and then after um let's see it started in 2016 okay so I started watching this series very shortly after I left my abusive marriage and at that time it was exactly what I needed this this woman who you know was pushed into the situation and did what she needed to to survive, and still had this rebellious nature to her. But then after 2020 happened, I went back because people were saying there's a lot of predictive stuff in it. I went back and started to rewatch it, you guys, and I could not get past the first episode because of the trauma, of fear of someone doing of taking my child without my knowledge and consent, of um, you not having not even being able to see him anymore just that fear after the trauma of of divorce and um abuse i realized it was not healthy for me to consume that content mm-hmm. um it triggers your sympathetic yeah, yes exactly and so this notion that people especially video gamers um cough cough <laughs> <laughs> Um, not to either of us, just I know we both know gamers, <laughs> yeah, um, I love them, yeah, <laughs> but this notion that that keeps being pushed that um the violence in video games doesn't play a a role or impact our lives is just nonsense, and here's what I was thinking. I remember it came around guys, hippies had it right. <laughs> and i'm not saying like being total pacifist being totally anti-government and all that stuff but like this idea that like love can conquer this idea that like music is healing that like plant medicine is so good for us the idea of like tuning inward and like meditation and praying to god creator whatever you pray to all these things that hippies were doing they pretty much had it right and that's if you compare hippies and I say that in a, in a loving way. It's not an it's not a derogatory term in my book. If you compare hippies though to these corporate CEO people who are on God knows what medications, just 24/7 hooked to their technology devices because they can't let go of their work because they feel so immersed in it, <laughs> there's there's a huge difference. I have a relative who literally doesn't listen to music anymore. He listens to NPR and yet he's in like the worst health that I know in my entire family right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, granted, he got the pokes now too, but Mm -hmm. um, it's like when you forego these things that are actual daily self care in your life, that's where you start to just really become kind of a zombie to your circumstances and a robot Versus being a human with a purpose and with passion and, and compassion. Um, so everything that Brittany has said so far, like with art and, and music and movement and you know, breathing and all this stuff. Is that not like what hippies really focus on? So that was that was kind of where I tied it in. <laughs> right. But you know, really, we're in a society where all of that, it
0: not it, from a lot of people, is kind of looked down upon. It is. When really, I mean, that's probably just what they want y'all to, say. you know, what they want to think, because really, there is healing, and where people can heal themselves, there isn't um, for other things.
4: <laughs> yeah, because
0: you, you know, I don't, we don't, uh, but. but you, yeah. Not that there is a need, but like where people have the power,
1: that's when other people get. Well, and and there have been good. recent studies that yeah, <laughs> exactly. We can maybe touch on that. Um, <laughs> but there have been studies that like certain certain big you know um, Silicon Valley companies. I won't name names. Um, that when they switch their employees' um, work schedules to be a little bit more relaxed, to be more like a four-day-a-week, four 10-hours-a-day 10 10 schedule. And they had three-day weekends. They were more happy. They were healthier. They had more success. They were more driven. So this idea of workaholism and, like, the American dream of the 1950s is totally backwards compared to how we actually thrive and, and succeed in life. Mm -hmm. Um, but it doesn't surprise me with the whole public education system, um, how it was literally designed to create compliant workers, not innovative, creative thinkers, um, and independent thinkers. So Mm -hmm. I really do think it was all very intentional. Um, but you, you were going to touch on something about like being in this movement and, um, being another aspect of why this is so important. Do you want to touch on that? Oh, I okay.
0: Um, I, I'm gonna work. get all passionate. I'm no, just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, do it. Do um, it. <laughs> I, I no. I I've been along in this this fight. You know, we all have for quite some time. And and when she says fight, she means like fighting for liberty and yes, and right and, and rights and and not being controlled by
1: the man. The man <laughs> or
0: what you know, and on many Big levels, uh, especially being that we aren't you know the society we're in and and that included is not looking out for our health um and you know in this fight like this is where I I got so much passion about this is because even with some of my family and close friends like I have seen it over the last over the last four six years like it's been a long time now um the health has declined so drastically because um a lot of times, like, we're preparing, we're trying to fight, we're doing, you know, we're doing what we think is right, which absolutely is, but we need to make sure we're taking the time to come out of that sympathetic stage, that fight or flight, yeah. and just be present, and, and, and otherwise it's going to pile up and cause, you know, disease, and, and in order to, for us to, to win, in order for us to fight, we need to be healthy. And that that's where this comes from because like if we if we aren't how are we going to fight? How are we going to help the next generation? How, you know? And so that's why I'm here today because yeah, <laughs> I feel like and, and I'm not saying anything bad about like it's it's awesome the fighting for freedom and doing all that. Yeah. But if you're not here to help to do that, then you know, so mm-hmm. it's 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 priority and you guys, your self-care is priority your mental health is priority Mm -hmm.
1: and you guys i will even give a like biblical connection to this that i had not thought of until you just said something um i believe it was daniel um and his his cohort i can't remember who it is so y'all will probably recognize the story but he and his, his his guys were kind of rising in the ranks of um of this government like being like part of the military or the guard or whatever and they were sort of captive but they had risen and started helping do you know taking more of a leadership role but anyways the king had wanted them to to be you know to be well filled and the king was giving them these really rich and um tasty meals but they were just that—they were rich and tasty. They weren't actually healthy. And Daniel and the guys, like, no, God wants us to eat X X way. And so Daniel was like, "Okay, I'll I'll challenge you, um, supervisor dude. <laughs> um, give us, thing. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> give us a week or, or whatever amount of time or month, maybe it was. Um, and after that time, if we're not healthy and, and fast and lean and strong and whatever you want us to be, you know, sure, we'll, we'll eat the king's diet. Um, but if we are, by the end of that time, you're going to let us keep eating that way. And by the end of it, they were right that their health plan, which is much more rigorous and focused on supporting health, not just supporting the short-term, um, the instant gratification, it is what kept them strong and being able to do what they were meant to do. And not only were they allowed to keep doing it, but the rest of the, the army or whatever was put on the same regiment um, because they had been so successful. And it's like in this fight, that's that's exactly what we have to focus on is what's going to not only get us strong, but keep us strong mm-hmm. in the long run. Um, yes. Good to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. and it's an and, not a but. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And if we're not actively keeping ourselves healthy, not actively keeping ourselves present in the the moment today and always worried about the future, that is our destruction. Mm -hmm. Which,
0: you know, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I wonder if that isn't the plan, you know, like on the other hand, you know, yeah, is because if, if you do keep everybody, you know, the whole thing with, um, the, know, the virus the last couple of years, like keeping everybody in this state of survival, mm-hmm. like that literally is what that has done. No matter what side you're on, yep. everybody has pretty much been in this state of survival for the last four years. And that is absolutely detrimental.
1: Yep. Chronic Survivor. stress
0: is detrimental
1: mm-hmm. yep. to your health exactly. and well-being. And there okay. is a big difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly there's a big difference between surviving and thriving. Um, And like when I, when my dad died in 2019, I kind of had this sit down moment with God. I'm like, God, I am just, I am just surviving here. Like I feel, and I I was straight up honest. I was pretty upset at that time. I said, God, it feels like I am being taken on a ride where do, 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 just, you know, just tooling down this path. And alright, God, I, I get my purpose, I get my mission. Just kidding. Now go over here. Just kidding. Now go over there. And I was, I was so much in that sympathetic state of fight, flight, freeze, or fawn that I had nothing in me so that, to be able to rest and digest, so that I could process those shifts. Not only process, but maybe even anticipate them, and work with it instead of against it. Mm-hmm. And so there when people say surviving and thriving, like it kind of makes me cringe because it's surviving or thriving. You can't really have both either you're surviving or you're thriving. And if you're thriving, of course you're surviving. It's,
4: mm-hmm. but if
1: you're surviving, you're, you might not be thriving. Right. Um, and I want us, I want us in the movement to stay thriving because mm-hmm. I see our purpose and I see our mission and I do see the potential for us being successful. Like, This year alone, this past 12 months, I have seen more people becoming stronger in whatever their spiritual beliefs are than the last five years altogether. People are craving that stability and and strength that comes with having a spiritual belief because they realize without it, yeah, they're just surviving. They're frittering and wandering, and they're just in utter chaos. Um, Yeah. That's my rant of the day. (laughs) Steps off, off pedestal. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) Vox. Okay, it's three o'clock. I'm going to pause here quick for the next commercial break. Um, And then we'll come back for segment three and we'll have more to share. (laughs) All right.
3: Hello Freedomizers, I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative Radio Show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative Radio Show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this incident so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9pm to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9pm Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about, or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the Word.
4: You know what I think we should do? I think you should join us for Dynamic Word Bible Studies, where I am always hosting. My name is Felicia DeRozier, and I have two amazing co-hosts. Cross, the favorite. You wish. This is Mariah, the real favorite child. Oh, sure. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. We spend a lot of time learning about the Bible, and possibly a little time learning about humility. That would be awesome, right? Yes, right. Yeah, Ryan. We air live every Wednesday from 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 10.30. Uh, Right now, we're going through the Book of Romans, but we're going to start moving into the Gospel of John. We're going to learn about Jesus. We're going to learn about living and walking in the Spirit, and learning to be a little humble with those that we live with. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait for you to join us. Right, guys? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.
3: Global government, the mystery school, agenda 23rd, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal medicine, the globalist's real agenda, seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there.
2: Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today.
1: All right, and since we are on the topic of self-care today, I am going to share one of my affiliate links with you because this is what I have done. Almost, I've created almost like a ritual for myself um, with personal care and part of it was I had gotten to the point because of abuse where I was only showering one to two times a week Uh, permission was had to be you know, was having to be asked and all this stuff. So I, it took me almost a decade. I I have to admit to create this habit for myself in a way that felt in alignment with what I need. Um, I discovered, um, through a good friend who actually owns the company um, that there's this set of Ayurvedic hair care products. And I've had some hair challenges through my, through my years, um, including like dandruff, itchy scalp, just imbalanced hair, whatever. And um, the natural hair care products that I was using were no longer working. So I was in a deep search for other things. I had tried no pooing, which is like just using like a baking soda, um, soak and all that kind of stuff, and old vinegar rinse, which works for a while, but I needed something more that was actually nourishing for my hair and my scalp. Q, um, as in like C U E, Q Tall Organics, Tall is T-A-H-O. Um, I love their products. Their hair care products um, are either powders or um, like hair serums. And they have more, she has more products too now for like skincare and all of that. And they're just, for being all plant products, they're so decadent and it just feels so amazing using them. Um, I use the Cleanseful and the uh, Nourish Grow and then I use, and that's for like the hair powders and then for the serums, I use Moisture Lock and the Nourish Grow Serum I think that's what it's called <laughs> I don't have them in front of me but um, if you're interested in some hair care stuff <laughs> that um, really gets back to our roots no pun intended mm-hmm. but also pun intended <laughs> um, <laughs> right definitely intended um, you have a 20% off discount code from my friend Coriel um, just by going through my ad So if you go to tallorganics.com, T-A-H-L, organics, actually it's .net, I think. Yeah, .net, sorry. And you use the discount code AMBER20, you get a 20% off your first-time order. Um, And if you want any suggestions or recommendations besides the products I just mentioned, please feel free to ask. Um, I have loved every single thing I've tried it's a she's a um, moisture lock it has um, rose oil in it which I'll admit like I'm a girl but I hate floral scents. but this just smells just decadent really is the word it has a sweet floral scent but it's not overwhelming Um, so men is is probably not quite your lane (laughs) unless you don't mind your hair being a little sweet smelling but goodness this stuff is awesome so I highly recommend them again the site is tall tall is t-a-h-l
4: all
1: right we are back to segment three and we have my lovely friend Brittany, and we're talking about self-love self-care today being empowered bringing awareness and during the commercial break we were actually talking and she had mentioned um wanting to touch on and i love kind of starting with this um the idea of just because you've done something a certain way in the past doesn't mean you have to keep doing it that way in the future can you kind of explain what you mean when you touch on that because that could be understood in many different ways um so yeah
0: that really kind of we're coming full circle to our like first segment here when we were talking a little bit about uh, mindset and that's um you know it's some people call it a growth mindset. Um, just because you've done something one way doesn't mean you can't change the way you do it. Um, and really, that's that's with every everything in life. Like you know, when I mentioned in the beginning, you know, with the self care mindset, um, look at things with how can I make this self care so that that ability to bring in that change of how can I do this? That thought process is, is really the same as the growth mindset Um, because you're bringing in different options. You're bringing in the willingness to change the way um, you may have always, always done something. So like, you know, through daily life and life in general, we we create habits all the time. We're habitual humans are habitual creatures. Um, and a lot of times you can go through life and, you know, kind of have the same routine throughout most of your life. Um, but the the mindset is really kind of dissecting that and realizing, um, you know, if you don't like it, you can change it. Or if there will be something healthier that um, you can dive in and change it. So, um and literally it can be in every aspect of life like the way you shower the time you wake up in the morning that's like one of the biggest ones is the time you wake up because if you feel like you don't have enough time for your self-care the simple answer to that is waking up a little bit early so you have time so like you've always woke up at this time but Really, you can wake up at any time you want. If you're going to be tired, that just means you need to go to sleep earlier. So, I'm going to say so, that. <laughs> you know, you can – this is the control that you have, though. Like, you you know, like, oh, I can't wake up at 6 in the morning because I'll be so tired. Well, go to bed between 10 and 11. Make sure you get, you know, your sleep cycles in.
1: Um, I'll use a perfect example because we talked about watching TV before. If if you have been in the habit of watching mm-hmm. a show in the evening, especially, like, if that's still airing new episodes um, and you're waiting for the weekly episode to come out, if you have DVR, record it. If you watch it online, just watch it the next morning. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe while you're getting ready or doing your self-care, like, doing your, like, washing your hair or, mm-hmm. I don't know, washing your face, brushing your teeth, you could be listening and watching your show. So, I mean, that's... A simple shift that you can go to bed earlier, wake up earlier, maybe still even get in the thing that you were doing that you like doing and incorporating the self-care. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're always having to sacrifice things just to, you know, make a better choice in life. Um, for instance, uh, my partner and I, we, he's finally on board <laughs> with wanting to eat healthier and not Not just eat healthier as in, like, fasting, which has historically been his way of losing weight, is just fasting um, and eating fewer meals, smaller quantities. That can be part of it for a lot of people, but it's not the only solution in its entirety. And so he is actually on board with trying zucchini noodles, zoodles, instead of wheat uh, spaghetti noodles. And not going to lie, my jaw dropped when he, you know, offered that up as a uh, gluten-free suggestion for spaghetti for dinner. And um, that's a simple shift. It's simple, but it's not always easy. And I do want Mm -hmm. to make a note of that, that a lot of the things we're talking about, yeah, they're simple. A lot of them feel like common sense. And it's not always easy to actually implement and create a habit of. And so I do want to honor that, like whenever you're on a journey of self-care, of wanting to, you know, feel better in life, there is this dedication and intention behind it. Um, that's where habit stacking comes in handy because you're, you know, stacking things that you're already doing together so that it's not like a complete 180. You're just shifting the things that you're already doing. So, um that's just an example of how we can of how we can shift things that we still love, but just do it in a little bit healthier way. Uh, Yeah. Right.
0: And you can keep changing it too. Like if you try something like zucchini noodles and you don't like it, you can try something else, you know, so you have the power to adjust, adjust as needed. So um, a lot of this, you know, throughout all of my different teachings and different things and talking with people the biggest word that I use you know what it is no nope. patience oh. <laughs> I should have I should have um I I think I've said that more than any word in the yeah in the dictionary <laughs> <laughs> um but but like with all change like it's not it's not always easy you know Um, but it's baby steps. Like you don't have to change everything all at once. Um, take one little thing at a time and find a way to do it the way that feels good for you. And then you can change another thing. And, you know, the beauty of all this is, like I said, you can change whatever went over. Um, but just practice patience throughout your entire journey, because we're in a instant gratification world. And a lot of times we want the change to be now. Like we want this, 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 and this. And if we can't do this, 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 and this, then it's not worth it. Or we're not going to try. And that this is a slow process. This is a slow journey. Um, It's creating a lifestyle. It's not an overnight thing. I've been on this path for like, uh, literally a decade, at least 10 years, 10 plus years. So this doesn't happen overnight. This mindset doesn't Just pop into your mind overnight Like this is a learned muscle Memory almost behavior Um Muscle memory being you know Like playing an instrument you do it so much that Eventually your muscles can just do it On their own eventually you will get to A point where this awareness Comes more natural where you will Easily think of different ways To do things and be flexible With when you do need to do things Differently so um being patient with yourself and kind and gentle is like one of the most important parts of this. Um, But also with enough, you also do got to put discipline in there too, a little bit. Like if you want to make a change, you gotta, you gotta, you know, be willing to do it. Keep
1: showing up. Keep showing
0: up, but, but you also need to be patient in the Mm -hmm. process.
1: Yeah. Two things that I thought of I'm proud of myself remembering when you're talking about overnight success, you guys, every overnight success is years in the making. <laughs> right. You only often get to see the highlight reel when an over a, quote, overnight success actually took years to establish. The second thing with patience um, is, y'all, I'm not going to, like, shit on myself and say that I'm, like, a bad yoga student, but I'm a bad yoga student because every time I've gone to one of her yoga sessions, she has said, be patient with yourself, and she gives modifications and alternatives positions if you can't quite reach a certain you know pose and so <laughs> yes she always has patience not in a bad way it's a great reminder um, and yeah keep showing up and there there may be setbacks you may you know deal with a disease, and one it may be a learning opportunity of like okay where might I not have been aware enough that I still let myself get burned out Or, okay, I know that when I get sick, because we all do get sick, um, what kind of routine do I need to create for myself so that when I get sick, I can still do self-care that heals me? I myself created a – listeners, I apologize. I don't usually swear on the show every once in a while I do. Um, So if you don't like the SH word – mute it for a second but I had to create for myself a shit hit the fan list where I literally have like two things on that list when life hits the fan and I am in like anxiety mode my two things are take a real shower which is like shaving my legs like the full-on shower self-care shower yeah self-care shower and eating a home-cooked meal maybe if someone else cooked it for me or maybe I cooked it for myself intentionally, lovingly, wanting to feed myself nourished food. But a home-cooked meal, those are the two priorities. Everything else gets wiped off that list when things hit the fan. So mm-hmm. start to do that for yourself. Like if you have a crunch week, have a shortened condensed list where you are still caring for yourself. And I can guarantee you, like I'm not going to put money on it because I'm not a betting girl. <laughs> but <laughs> I would put money on the fact that. If you create for yourself a shortcut list or a shortcut ritual for those crazy times, you'll get through them with so much more ease rather than dis-ease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's where patience comes into. Like maybe the dishes don't get done and they pile up that day or that week. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. They will still be there to get washed tomorrow. Um, so patience is good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was perfect. I literally, next was create a minimal um, <laughs> a minimal place to start, um, especially if, you know, if your mental health is declining, you know, those few things that are non-negotiable that um, you do, one of mine is scraping my tongue in the morning. <laughs> That's weird, but if you haven't looked into it, you should look into it. Um, <laughs> and I think next time maybe we could go into actual self-care practices that could potentially go and you know they could mm-hmm. people could bring into their lives and try you know and like we didn't really hit on hit on too much of that specifics. but yeah um mm-hmm. yeah but it's it's kind of overwhelming because a lot of times you got like it's hard to know where to start so we, really though we did kind of bring in that with the awareness and and that is the mm-hmm. first two step and yep. self-love and loving yourself and positive self-talk so yeah exactly um but one thing on this I wanted to mention is it's like along the patience
1: line is you can
0: restart as many
1: times as you need to. Yes. and it doesn't have to be at the start of the new year to restart. No, (laughs) as many times
0: as you need to. If you're, you know, building, you're feeling good, going along, something in life happens and you're back to, you know, where, you know, ground zero, where you were feeling depressed, whatever, just start. Just start putting one foot. In front of the other with your self-care and just build Um, and do that as many times as you need to I can't even tell you how many times I've done that in the last decade a lot Mm -hmm. like a lot a lot Um, I just did I uh, two weeks ago I enacted my self-care protocol and it wasn't because I depressed because I I catch myself now before I get to that point that that's the whole reason my procedures in place Um, but a few of my red flags that I created awareness on went up. So I instantly stopped watching the shows that I needed to. I started in with my um, self-care and just loving myself throughout the day. And honestly, within 24 hours, I felt a lot better. And awesome. it's just been, you know, so mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really powerful. So um, I just want to encourage you, you know, start again if
1: you have to as many times. Um, Absolutely. Um I feel like we might have talked about it when we were brainstorming this session and I don't remember if we confirmed if we were going to do it or not. Would you be open to kind of leading us through like a quick like awareness like breathing kind of meditation-y thing? Um, We've got about five minutes left till we have to do uh, our wrap up. Um, Is that something you're open to? Yeah, I can (laughs) do that. Okay. (laughs) Um, So if you're driving, please don't close your eyes. (laughs) Mm-hmm. um feel free to save this and go back and listen when you're able to you know be in this place where you can be still or something <laughs> yeah just keep your eyes open please <laughs> but all right I'll hand it over and I would say um yeah let's pause on that at like 327 so you have up to that time up to that time
0: Driving. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> PSA. <laughs> no, no. Right. <laughs> um, yes. Wherever you are, go ahead and just try and find a quiet place. For just a few moments. Doesn't have to be very long to kind of get the mind calm and start to recognize your breath. So take a nice big inhale, filling up your chest. And take a nice, slow exhale, completely emptying the air out of your lungs. And continue with this breathing. Nice, deep breath. Breathing in. And out. And now start to let your mind grow calm. So any thoughts from the day or tomorrow, anything like that, that creep into your mind. Just observe it. And then watch as it floats by like a cloud in the sky. Coming back to this moment here and now. Focusing on your breath. Being present and aware. Now let's see if you can deepen the breath even more. Breathing in, filling your lungs. Big exhale through your mouth this time. Release and let go of anything that no longer serves you. Anything negative, anything you need to let go of, release it through your breath. Continuing big inhale, breathing in. Exhale, release and let go. And now I'd just like to bring awareness to the ground below you and where your body connects, whether it be the chair or the floor. And just connect and ground down to the earth. Continuing with those deep breaths. Exhale, release. Just take a few more, two more big ones, inhaling, exhaling through the mouth, and one more. And when you're ready, you can lightly open your eyes wiggle your fingers, move your neck and head around a little bit. Just wake up your body. And that is a simple meditation you can really do anytime anywhere.
1: And you don't even have to close your eyes for that. No. Just it's, it's nicer too sometimes especially if your environment is what's causing, you know, the things to rise up, but um so if you're able to close your eyes, that's awesome. But um, thank you for doing that. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's something that we can do. I know that's something, not even I think. I know that's something that we can do all throughout the day to just kind of reset. I mean, that took, what, four minutes? Yeah, a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can you can extend it if you want, but at mm-hmm. a basic, that was four minutes, not even right. a full five minutes um, break. So.
0: Right. and that in that in it tunes you to your breathing the being present, bringing awareness to where you're seated and connection to the earth helps grounding um you can also do it with your um like the crown of your head connecting to um higher power connecting you know up to the sky you can channel the light running through your body, so there's so many things that can be done um. Mm-hmm. In, in literally minutes to help with all of these things.
1: Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, I know we can go on YouTube and find any any number of like guided oh, you, meditations or breathing. YouTube's great for that. Yeah, it is. And that's I, even though this these social media sites um can cause like a, a rabbit hole of just self harm of like the dead. I call it, um, the dead scroll where I'm just mindlessly scrolling social media. Um, you know, it can also be really, really good because we can use it for, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, for our benefit too. It's just, again, all about intention and awareness. Mm -hmm. Um, so we've got, let's see a minute to do wrap up. Uh, So today we had my friend and special guest, Brittany, on the show today. We had some really interesting insights about Mm -hmm. how and why we can focus on self-care, being empowered, and um, turning back to healing our four bodies. For more about what Brittany is up to, find her at One Wellness on Facebook. If you search that title, look for the page that has the beautiful hand-painted rainbow flower. And you painted that, didn't you? I did. I thought so. That was my first painting I ever actually did. And it's beautiful. I love it. (laughs) So look for that. Um, And honestly, Brittany really is a woman of many talents. If she were a cat, I swear she's lived several of nine lives based on the wealth of knowledge and experience that she's accumulated. So definitely connect with her there. I know she's got a lot of awesome stuff coming up this year and beyond. Um, So definitely stay tuned and give it a follow, give it a like. That's my shameless plug. (laughs) Um, And also remember that this was the first of our three-part series with Brittany. Mark your calendars. She'll be back February 27th and March 12th for the next two episodes. And this has been episode... Hang on a second. I messed up with my writing. (laughs) This has been episode 28 of the... 29 of the Living With Freedom Show. I'm your host, Amber S. from Living With Freedom Ministries. And thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Um, Remember to schedule this show in your calendar every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, for 90 minutes. And thanks again. We'll see you next week where we continue to explore what living a life of freedom looks like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in every aspect of life. Have a great day, guys.